0: Hello, and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocate, Divorce Support for Dads, where we help dads create a healthy and less traumatic divorce. My name is Jude Sandoval, and I'm your host. I created this podcast in the Divorced Advocate community as a result of my own high-conflict divorce, and because you as a dad deserve all the resources necessary to thrive through this challenging time. I encourage you to check out our website at divorcedadvocate.com where there are resources that correspond to this episode, as well as free access to our membership community, where you will find live meetings, free workshops and courses, private discussion groups, and more. And now on to this week's episode. Hello and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocate, where we help dads create a healthier and less traumatic divorce for themselves and their children. My name is Jude Sandoval and I am your host. I am excited to chat with you today about the topic of narcissistic exes. Or your ex. Hopefully you don't have exes, and hopefully you don't have narcissistic exes. <laughs> that means you didn't learn your lesson the first time. <laughs> I can't talk. And how to mitigate uh, the damage they can do to your children. And so um, um, I had the the opportunity to spend some time this weekend with some friends from a narcissist support group, and naturally our conversation started to uh, go towards and and lean towards talking about our kids and how can we deal with our kids, etc. So I wanted to to share some tips about how we started talking about how to mitigate some of the damage that uh, the narcissist exes do to our children. But first, I wanted to I wanted to share with you a little bit of information about um, the divorced or the dad's divorce blueprint. So, you know, does your life feel like you know the one that you knew is crashing down around you are you looking for help and gathering the pieces and rebuilding yourself from the ground up are you dealing with the with the feelings of fear or anger or loneliness and grief arising from your divorce so the divorce the dad's divorce blueprint is a proven effective step by step model for putting your life back together during and after Divorce. So I will be I will be facilitating this. And in the program, this is what you get. This is what it is. It's six live group coaching sessions that will help you rebuild your life one step at a time and move forward. You'll have an access to the recording of the presentations in case you miss any live sessions, electronic access to all course materials to provide real tools for creating a healthier, less traumatic divorce experience. You'll have lifetime access to the dad's divorce blueprint, Facebook support group to help you with the step-by-step process of rebuilding yourself from the ground up. You'll have priority access to the weekly private divorce dads meeting where you will be supported by other divorced dads. And then as a bonus, I'm giving everybody from the show who subscribes from the show, who mentions that they've listened to the show uh, a private one hour, one-on-one coaching session uh, with me. So, you know the goal here is by the end of the program, you're going to have a crystal clear, crystal clear vision for your divorce and your life after divorce. You're going to uncover any ch- uh, hidden challenges uh, that might be sa- sabotaging you and solve them, and then feel renewed, re-energized, inspired to create the amazing life that you want and you deserve. So this is a course that is for any dad experiencing divorce who's looking to how ha- you know looking for some help in gathering the pieces and rebuilding themselves from the ground up. What it is not is like any kind of hacks or simple hacks for trying to get through divorce etc. So the class is going to start uh, May 9th and it'll be via Zoom or webinar jam. I haven't I haven't decided which platform yet. And if you go to the show notes below and click on it. You have a special offer. This is valued at $1,990, but I'm offering it for $498. So if you click on the link below, or if you go to dadsdivorceblueprint.com, that's dadsdivorceblueprint.com. You can sign up there with this, uh, this special offer. It's not going to last forever. But, um, you know, I want to offer this here out there in the beginning for uh, everybody listening to the show. It's a fantastic it's, it's proven it's this this method has been around and uh, this course that I'm facilitating has been around for decades. It is proven effective It's helped thousands and thousands uh, of of people with their divorce. And I'm really excited to, to offer it out there today. So. All right. Also, I will have one other offer at the end uh, if you listen in uh, or listen all the way to the end, uh, and that is a special coaching package uh, as well. But let's talk about uh, narcissistic exes and how we can mitigate the damage to our children. You know, um, firstly, let's let's clear up that I'm talking about a true clinical narcissist, not somebody, you know, this narcissist, uh, label gets bantied around a lot. And, you know, actually it was fun, not funny. It's actually sad. I was just, I was uh, just doing a little research on this, uh, before the show. And I, and I clicked on how to protect children from a narcissistic parent. And some of the first, uh, results that come up is how do I protect my child from a narcissistic father? How do narcissistic fathers affect daughters? Um, can I block my child's father? Uh, you know, it all starts with the father, which this is. You know, all right, we've talked about this times. It's, it's a, a load of crap. It's not just fathers. There are plenty of narcissistic mothers out there, uh, if not as many more than uh, than narcissistic fathers. So, um, you know, if you have one, <laughs> you're in. Company with many other men that uh, that have them as well. So, um, but we are again talking about the ones that you'll know, show the signs of clinical narcissism. Now, that might be really hard for you to know or understand because you may not have been able to get your ex or um, or your soon-to-be ex into therapy because narcissists are notorious for not wanting to go to therapy. It will potentially expose them and expose them to the shame that they feel deep down. And that is something that they never, ever want to experience. So, or if you have got one into therapy or they have gone to therapy, it did not last very long. So they may be undiagnosed. There are lots and lots of them, but again, I'm talking specifically about ones that are really seriously narcissistic because, you know, Basically, we can all be a little bit self-centered and narcissistic some of the time. We have those traits, but these are the ones that are really, really deeply mentally and emotionally challenged with this stuff. And if you want more information about this, I've done a couple of previous podcasts uh, and shows about this, you know, check back uh, in in some of the shows and take a look at them. I've had a couple of uh, experts on uh, about this uh, as well. And and we've talked about all the specific details, how to determine who they are, how to mitigate dealing with some of them uh, individually, uh, you know, between, uh, between you, you, and your your ex, and and what I'm going to do today is that I'm just going to talk about just four brief things that you can do. It's an unbelievably frustrating to co-parent with a narcissist, and it's because the narcissist is simply not interested in, not interested in anything, uh, any the best interest of anybody other than themselves and what they can gain, what's good for them, what's whatever it is. Centering around them, so as you can imagine, and as you probably you may have experienced if you've been drawn to this show, that becomes really really challenging. Particularly if you are the one that is trying to look out and wants to look out as a good father for the best interests of your children, because then you're always faced with somebody who is just never ever wanting to cooperate or work with you, and you know. It, and And you' and then lots of times, and I know this is my experience was you're become you start bending over backwards to really do everything because you want to make sure that it your your children are taken care of. And that then becomes really, really one-sided and difficult and challenging. So, Let's go through. I'm just going to go through some brief things. I'm not going to go in real specific uh, detail about these, but this is what co- this is what came up in our in our conversation this weekend, and and some of the things that uh, some of the other folks and and I talked about, and how to mitigate the the potential damage that's our, that are uh, that the the with narciss you know narcissistic personality disorder can inflict on our children. And the first thing is really you can only control your environment. And as frustrating as that is to know that they're going somewhere where they're with a narcissist, where the environment isn't necessarily the positive environment that that you would like, you can't control that. But what you can control is your environment. So it's unbelievably critical to have an environment when when your kids come back from the narcissistic ex- that is that is a positive environment, and particularly an environment where it is safe for them to be able to share their feelings. So, oftentimes, a narcissistic uh, a narcissistic parents going to be putting all kinds of mental and emotional issues on the kids. They're gonna the kids could react in many different ways. Sometimes, and was my my experience in, in my childhood, it was always trying to make the parent. Happy because the narcissistic parent was never happy and always wanting more and more and more from from the child. So um, that then becomes difficult and frustrating. So having an environment that is conducive to the to to your your kid being able to open up and share their feelings is very very critical. And. I, I will give one way in which we did that, and we we did that in our household, and that was having um, what we called a feelings check-in. So every we probably did it every once a week uh, at dinner time, and and we'd say, "Hey, let's just let's just do a feelings check-in and talk about how we are feeling about anything." But the cool thing about it is, then they start sharing. But even if they're not, it, you have an opportunity to maybe. Prompt a little bit, not prompt, but um, pride nah, not probably either just just uh, facilitate conversation and questions around how they're feeling about things, because you just want it to be open for them. Sometimes they might just be shut off or, or walled off. But that gives you an opportunity to just kind of bring this discussion. If it's around dinner time or like we're camping this weekend around the campfire or something, having a feelings check-in is just a good opportunity because then they, they know there's a safe time and place for them to always be able to say, Hey, this is how I'm feeling about this, uh, topic, uh, any given feelings check-in. So that is, that is one way. Uh, the, another one is determining what your values are and then being very clear to your children what your shared family values are. And so let's define briefly, though, what values are. Values are, for me, something that you aspire to be. So a value would be something that is uh, in, in that somebody cannot take away from you. So something you aspire to be that somebody cannot take away from you. So so that would be something like honesty, right? You can you always have the choice to be honest. Somebody can never take that away. Um, another one uh, could be um, kindness, right? You always have the choice. Nobody can ever take away that choice for you to be kind to somebody. So those are values. And what happens by sharing those and then living those in that environment that you've created is you've reminded the children, and it's okay to remind the children, hey, this is how we act at daddy's house, right? These are our values at daddy's house. That's not slamming the other parent. And You know, again, another thing that we talked about this weekend was don't ever, as hard as it may be, don't ever slam the other parent. Don't ever talk bad about the parent. There's just, it does no positive and has no positive impact in the children. If your children are the first and foremost in your mind, then. Never, ever talk bad about the other parent because it does absolutely nothing. It might make you feel a little better at the moment, but just know it is your child derives some of their, um, their identity from both parents, no matter what either parent who, what other parent is narcissistic or not, or good or bad, they derive some part of their personality from that. So basically you're bad mouthing the other parents, you're bad mouthing your kid, and that is not something you want to do. So, but back to, back to the values, sharing those values, reminding them and being, um, you know, being open about them, allows them to then see and understand and internalize that those are values that are important to you, and if they're going then going to a, a, you know, the narcissist household, and those are not going to be values that are going to necessarily be held at the other household. So that is good because then they derive part of that personality from being you and, and at that household. And then the next part of that is be consistent. Be consistent with that with sharing what those values are. Ask them, you know, remind them who are you? We, this is something we do before we do before school. Now, uh, remember who you are, right? Remember who you are. Remember what your values are so that they keep that stuff in the back of their mind. And then be consistent in all of that, all of this, the environment that you create in and around your house, the uh, opportunity for them to, to be open and share what their feelings are, and then consistently talk about share and live those values with your kids also and 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 those thing those are those are three things that you specifically can do we specifically can do as fathers and then the last one that i'm going to throw in there also is if you can get them in therapy it's absolutely huge because then it's a third party that isn't mom, that isn't dad, isn't anybody saying somebody's a narcissist, isn't a narcissist, etc. And it is a neutral third party that allows them to really just open up and not feel like anything. Like they're, they're taking sides or feeling bad about something or just mixed up or just don't understand. They have a neutral third party to really communicate with. And I know this has been something really that has been really fantastic in in our family. And if you can find a good therapist, then uh, that your your children, your child or children will feel very comfortable with and and, then start to to really begin to open up that can be a huge, huge game changer. And, you know, here's a little tip, though, is The narcissistic ex may not want this because this then has the potential of not only exposing stuff, well, not not only exposing stuff, but mitigating all of these different uh, mental, emotional uh, games and issues that they will be playing and doing with the kids. Because I know you know that just because you left – and gotten away from this that these narcissistic behaviors and attitudes and uh and sometimes abuse is not going to stop with you it will go on to other people and oftentimes then that goes on to the children so um don't be surprised if you get pushback on oh the kids don't need uh, don't need therapy there's nothing wrong with them etc for me that's always a clear sign that oh that is somebody that doesn't have the kids' best interests in mind because there's nothing There is nothing wrong with and there's only a positive outcome for spending time, the kids spending time in therapy and having a neutral third party to chat with them about and be uh, there for them to open up and share their feelings uh, with them. So, those were just some some brief tips. Again, there is a lot of great uh, great literature out there. If you want to dive deep into this, it's something that's coming. Even though it's a small minority, and I know if you're listening to this, you probably you you probably have some in some interest or some experience in this, but really the percentage wise is it's a small percentage of people out there that, that have these issues or have these X's like this, but they can be incredibly, di- they are incredibly difficult to deal with and it's incredibly challenging to, to mitigate some of their issues. There's some great books dive uh, into it. There's one, um, I don't have it here, but, um, There's there there are several of them. Just do a a Google search. If you can get past all of how dads are bad, how dads are the only ones narcissistic, and uh, et cetera, Um, you can you can find some some good resources around that. So, I hope this helps. Um, To finish up, I I do want to offer that um, so. This is what this is what I've been working on. And I've been working on this with, with some clients. And this is a real specific way in which to coach through divorce. So I've been tr- trying to tweak a little bit and find a more effective uh, way to coach. And this is called laser coaching. And what this is, is I will be offering one full year of laser coaching for only $997. So yes, let me repeat that because that was not, I, I did not misspeak one full year of laser coaching for only $997, but here's the catch. So I can't do this with everybody that's listening and everybody that calls me because I mean, at this price, there's not a coach out there that's doing this and it is unbelievably effective. I've been working with it with some other clients now. I'm finding it unbelievably effective. They're having some great results. They are loving this, and uh, it's the perfect fit for uh, fathers going through divorce. So, if you'll get on, if you go to the divorcedadvocate.com and book a call with me, and put in the you know put in the notes that we're going to talk about laser coaching. I can do this for t- I can do this for 10 people. I've got room in my schedule where I can do this for 10 people. one full year laser coaching nine hundred and ninety seven dollars. So if you've been on the fence for coaching, you've been looking for somewhere that you need a little bit of help or you've been looking for a therapist, but you can't afford that, let's sit down, let's talk. This is going to be absolutely game changing for you and it's going to help you mitigate the divorce, create a healthier and less traumatic one for yourself and your children. So if you found value today, please like us, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give us a review on whatever podcast platform. Don't forget the Dad's Divorce Blueprint starts on May 9th. So go to dadsdivorceblueprint.com, sign up for the class. We're going to have a lot of uh, A lot of men on there helping and supporting each other through this class and through their divorces. So thanks so much. Have a fantastic week and I will talk to you soon. hear the rest of this episode and access the corresponding resources, visit the divorcedadvocate.com and become a member of our community. It's free to join and we'll provide you with the resources you deserve as a divorced or divorcing dad. Thank you for listening. God bless. And I'll talk with you next week.